Danny Mazowski, of course, uh, Los Angeles FC, LAF- LAFC, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And, and Danny, a lot of things that you find about your bio, or things that you enjoy doing, or of course have video games uh, tied to it. But let, no, hold on, I, yeah, you're laughing. But 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 before we get into that, do you realize when I played soccer back in the '70s, we had no video game. We were the video game. People were playing us, dude. Do you realize that? That's true. The video games, you guys pretty much were the foundation of it. So, yeah, I know. You guys didn't have it. You can't go and play FIFA like I do now. From a fan standpoint, and given what you guys do on the field, is it strange, though? I could only imagine, at least back in the I couldn't fathom playing a video game of a sport that I love so much. Do you find yourself sitting on the couch or in the chair, uh, moving your body, your hips, your shoulders, your legs, as you are playing that game, as if you're in that game? <laughs> sometimes um yeah i mean you get uh you get you get really into it for sure um but for me it's usually just chilling out and just kind of relaxing a little bit but because i still love the game but obviously you can't play 24 7 you'll you'll work yourself you know into the ground so you still want to stay connected to the game so sometimes i'll chill out and just play fifa and i also bring that up because we we speak to a lot of drivers whether it's nascar indycar formula one drivers where it's become a thing now where they'll get on their video games or iRacing and it helps them on the track or if they haven't been on a track before, it helps them familiarize themselves with the track. Is there any similarities <laughs> with, <laughs> with you at that? I don't know. Maybe they should do a study on this, but yeah, I don't know. I think personally a little bit, yeah, when you're just playing people all day, maybe you see things clear maybe on the field. Um yeah, I don't know. There needs to be a study done on that because maybe there is a correlation. Danny Masofsky joining us here in the Freak Nation, and it's fun talking to players that play for LAFC given the ownership of the team. Do you have much, uh, many conversations with the big-time superstar Hollywood uh, shakers and, and, and makers uh, that own LAFC? Um, you know, actually, since I joined the team COVID, it kind of just happened. So the owners um, weren't there in person as much. But uh, yeah, I remember when I first came to the team, uh, you know, I met Will Ferrell and then uh, Tony Robbins was also there. Um, so yeah, I got to see them and talk to them for a little bit. It was really brief, but you know, it was definitely cool. And it's, it's awesome that our club has owners like that. Between Tony Robbins and Will Ferrell, and we've talked to some of your teammates about this before, and I'm curious where you go with this. If there was one one of those dudes had to motivate you and the team, which of those two would motivate the team best? And I know that's Tony Robbins' gig, but come on. If Will Ferrell is in there monkeying around, that will get you fired up? <laughs> um, no, I definitely think Tony Robbins. <laughs> I mean, will Ferrell would probably just make me laugh before a game. I don't think he would fire me up and get me like motivated and serious, but I think Tony Robbins would definitely. So, Danny, you're just getting off the pitch. You're doing this interview. Is, is this the last thing you want to do is talk to some freaking media hack about your season and Will Ferrell and Tony Robbins, dude? No, nah, I don't mind it. I think it's part of the part of the job. You know, we're professional athletes and people want to hear a little bit of our lifestyle and what we go through. So, no, nah, I don't mind it. I actually enjoy it. With LAFC and, and given the terrain in Southern California, we saw what hope, and we talked about this earlier in the interview about COVID. And COVID, is, the Delta variant is rearing its ugly head. Are you guys taking provisions moving forward with what's left of of, of this season as far as a team and then a team in regards to the fans? Yeah, I think, yeah, that the Delta variant's adding a little more extra precaution on our end from the staff and and our medical staff, and they want to make sure they're keeping us safe and and uh, there's no outbreaks within the team because, you know, we're in a, 
we're right now in a hard part of our season right now where we need to get results and we don't want to have setbacks with, you know, people catching COVID and then having to miss games. So, yeah, we're just trying to stay on top of it. And I think our medical staff's doing a good job of it. Have you thought about this? And again, given the COVID sitch, have you had time to think about what it means to have in a soccer game? Fans are on top of you figuratively. Uh, it's a little different in other series, but fans are on top of you. How much juice do you get out of packed uh, a packed stadium? Yeah, I think you said it. I think the pandemic and all the lockdowns that actually made us, uh, you know, really miss the fans. And, and you can see how big of a difference they make in the games. And especially for our games, you know, LAFC games, we have 20,000 fans. We have the 32-52 and they bring so much energy to the game and they affect it. On, on a huge level so having them at home and having them support us it definitely helps us and it honestly it influences the results of games you know how how into it the fans are how loud they are how much energy they bring so yeah it's definitely a big part of uh part of the game and especially for our team danny did your tenure in the desert playing soccer in tucson or southern california that baking heat did that prepare you for playing in the crazy weather you have to face now um because i grew up in las vegas and that is some intense heat and then yeah like you said i played a little bit in tucson and i really do think that uh that did help me um you know playing in that environment because i come here and i'm really grateful you know when i'm in this nice la air and it's fresh <laughs> and i'm like i love it but uh I think it definitely helped me for sure because when I go back to those places, it hits me again. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so hot. But uh, I think, yeah, it definitely helps. Go back to your college days, Danny, and share with me what other schools recruited you or was it just the fact that you're a hometown boy and you need to stay next to your mom and dad? You know, you want to get homesick. You thought, <laughs> I got to stay here in the big the big LV, man. Uh yeah, well, I think family actually did play a part in it. You know, I, I do have a close relationship with my family. Uh, I was getting recruited to UW, uh, Northwestern. Those were like the two schools I was really considering. Um, but I also had a good relationship with the head soccer coach at UNLV, uh, Rich Ryerson. And he he definitely, you know, played an influence on me uh, choosing UNLV. But, I, you know, I, I, I think it was a good decision. I got to stay home. I got to play four years of college in front of my family and my friends. And ultimately, the result for me was to get into the MLS and, and play in the MLS and score goals. So, you know, I've done that. And uh, I think UNLV was a good stepping stone for that. Danny, are you afraid that mom and dad would see this and you're, you would say you need to say that and go, man, I, I needed to get away from mom and dad. They just kept bugging me. I, I wish I would have went to UW or Northwestern. You could say it. Oh, they know now because now that I'm away from home, they miss me for sure. And, uh, you know, so but it was good for that time, at, you know, to stay at home for a little bit. But, uh, you know, it couldn't last forever. So, of course, I needed to leave home eventually. And I think it came at the right time. It was good to, to spend those years there. But now, you know, I'm on my own journey. I've been living on my own for, you know, four years now. Danny, do you study Major League Soccer? Granted, the LAFC doesn't have the history of Kansas City or Seattle or Portland, but do you study the MLS? Yeah, I'm for sure. I think it's it's the league I grew up watching. The league was formed in 1996. I was born in 1995. So growing up, it was the league that I always watched with my dad. We'd always watch MLS games on TV. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely really familiar with the league. That being said... What is it that is missing with LAFC? Granted, championships, but other than that, what is it that because your your fan support is is awesome, and it it seems like it's a well rooted uh, fan, uh, fan base. But 
outside of championships, what does it take to to establish that heritage for LAFC? Yeah, you know, I think that's a good question. Um, you know, teams teams need results to you know reward it back to the fans. I don't know how to put it that way, but we yeah. have won a supporter shield in 2019. I think that was good, but everyone wants the big trophy, the MLS Cup, and I think that's the goal of our team that we want to to aim for and push for. And uh, you know, it's definitely. I think we did pretty good in the first two years as a team, and we had a lot of fans and a lot of good support and. And we just want to keep that going. You know, it's not easy all the time, but, uh, you know, we just got to keep pushing and hopefully, you know, we get that championship that, uh, that LAFC needs. A lot of young American soccer players look at the MLS as a place to be a destination for soccer. But when you were a 20 something, a teenager, did you look at trying to get on the U S men's team or the MLS? What was your goal? Yeah, I think that's the goal for every young soccer player. You know, you want to make it, you know, onto the national team. And for me, I was playing college soccer and I was like, man, one day I want to be playing in the MLS and give myself an opportunity to be able to, to you know, represent the country. Um, I think that's the goal for every young kid. It doesn't happen to everyone. So, you know, you need to, you need to work hard. You need to believe in yourself. And, and uh, you know, that's just what I've been doing this whole time. And, you know, I'm, I'm still young. I'm 25 years old. So I've got a long ways to go, but uh, I'm still just chugging along. Now, come on. Look, if you don't make the U.S. men's team, North Macedonia, that's a pretty stout, uh, stout team. You could go anchor, anchor one of the positions there with, uh, with Macedonia, right? Yeah, that, I'm doing that uh, citizenship with Macedonia. Both my parents were born there. Um, they invited me to play a few friendlies. I held back initially because I didn't want to give away my um, eligibility because once you go play one competitive game with them, you're not eligible to play for the United States national team. And I didn't want to completely ever close the door to that, especially right. since I've kind of just broke into the MLS the last year and then a little bit of this year. So I didn't want to close the door to that. But of course, I still am extremely grateful to, you know, to even get an invite from a national team. Not many players in the world could say that, you know, a national team has invited them to play. So uh, although I want to keep my options open, I'm still extremely grateful to have that opportunity. What kind of boots you wearing right now? Let me see. Oh, I changed. I already showered. Bro, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I showered already, but uh, now I'm just wearing some Adidas Speed Flows, the new ones. Ah, what are those worth? What does that? What does that cost a professional athlete? It costs us nothing because we get it for free. Um, <laughs> but for everybody else, I think it costs them about three hundred dollars. <laughs> Man. That would last me about 10 minutes at a blackjack table in Vegas, bro. <laughs> me too, probably. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Danny, this is fun, man. I appreciate your attitude. I know this was last minute. You just exited practice and decided to join us here in the Freak Nation, man. Good luck to you in LAFC. Get back on that win streak, will you? Thank you, man. We'll do. We'll, do, we'll try our best.